The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome to the Barca Blogger on this podcast. My name is Josh, and I, th- I this this might be the most weird, strange news-filled week I can think of in a hot minute for Barcelona. Um, it comes into a vital next thirty days for the club. Um, let me just read you some of the some of the schedule matches that they have coming up. So tomorrow they have a Copa del Rey match against Atletico Bilbao. Um, they then play Real Betis on Sunday, Getafe the next Saturday, Ibar the next Saturday, and then things pick up. In a span of six days, they have their first leg match against Napoli in the Champions League. Six days later. They play Real Madrid, or either five or six, one of those, um, because I think it's a leap year. And then a week after that, they play Real Sociedad before playing um, the next UEFA Champions League leg uh, 10 days after that, and they have a Mallorca match in between. Um, so this is this is a vital next stretch of 30 days for Barcelona, and it hits on a week where things are falling apart. So... Yesterday, uh, we we have a report comes out basically that um, Usman Dembele quit training, and he was on his way back. He picked up another injury, and then Barcelona confirmed that in fact he has a complete proximal hamstring tear in his right thigh, and this looks like it's probably it, he's probably out for the rest of the season. Um, I haven't seen confirmation yet this morning because the world has been set on fire by Lionel Messi, but it seems like Dembele is out for the remainder of the season, if not most of it. And then he would come back and have to get back into the swing of things. Um, this is just another, another Jenga block that's been pulled out from the career of, Usman Dembele at Barcelona, and it's sad. Um, it, it's it's very sad to watch. As th- he was he was the player that jumps off the and again Messi wasn't at this match, but the one time I've seen Barcelona play in person was a preseason match against Napoli in Miami uh, before this season. Um, I got to go cover the match for Barça Blaugranas, and the the player that jumped off the pitch to me when I was when I was watching was Dembele. Um, I think anyone who watches him on a consistent basis knows how fascinating of a player he is because the talent is, it's there. It's so tangible, the speed, the athleticism. Um, you see him improving in his decision-making when he gets consistent playing time. 
and he really seems like the player who was right to take the throne at Barcelona. And the injuries have just piled and piled and piled. And you have to wonder if this is if this is the straw that breaks the camel's back in terms of how Barcelona view Dembele and his future at Barcelona. Um, Renato and I have talked about this in the past. And speaking of Renato, he should be back this week. Um, if not this week, next week for a podcast. Very excited to have him back. Um, but him and I have talked about Dembele in the past. And I think from what I remember, we kind of, came to the conclusion that like it's time to move past thinking of him as the future at Barcelona and it's time to move forward with the thought process of what can you recover from him as a player and what can you keep as like the thing that you're looking forward to with him as a player in terms of like you're obviously he's not the messy replacement right um he's not going to be the guy who leads Barcelona's attack three years from now but you spent so much money on him at this point is selling, you know, selling him for 30 cents on the dollar better than keeping him and hoping he can recover and be like a, a spot player and be the best guy who plays, you know, <laughs> you know, 20 matches a season. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the move for him is. I think you just have to hope that um, they're able to recover well with him like the, the the recovery process goes well and that they're able to um th- there's not much you can do with hamstring stuff like it's not like you can teach him a new way to run and that'll help him like if there's weak hamstrings from what i understand like i don't i don't know what you can do about that uh so i hope the recovery process goes well it's just another sad unfortunate setback in the career of usman dembele at barcelona Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about Lionel Messi's interesting week. Alrighty, and we're back. So yesterday morning, uh, Jill messaged me and said, hey, the CSPN report came out. Can you write up something on it? And so I did. Lionel Messi adds to Barcelona's injury worries. There was basically, there was a report from ESPN that Lionel Messi had been playing through the pain and frustration of a thigh injury, and that the move to continue playing him, despite the injury, has just been due to Barcelona's lack of depth. And despite that, the source that ESPN had for this basically said this presents no long-term concerns for his health. Um, And the source even went so far as to say the concerning part about this is since it's seen Sokova's boss, the intensity and training has made the injury more uncomfortable. Quote, the sessions are different and some of the drills are more intense. Some players seem to be feeling the fatigue a bit more and that's when the pain can appear. So, you know, we're coming off the back of this, this is Dembele report. And then we hear not only is Dembele just done. So like we can't rely on him anymore after not signing key players in January. Now Lionel Messi is apparently fighting a, a, a bothersome, I think is the best term to put it, thigh injury, according to the source, which is just super concerning, right? Like you, you don't want your, you know, your star player to to be playing through a thigh injury at this point in his career. I mean, he's 32 years old, and the fact that Barcelona are already this this weak um, in their depth, you hate to hear that they're playing Lionel Messi through a thigh injury, regardless of its significance. That's just something you just don't want to hear. Um, the, the thing that makes this all the more concerning, I think, is... 
and this came up later in the day, is the Satine training, the Valverde sacking, and Lionel Messi. So I was I was actually talking with Renato last night, and he said, you know, we were talking about how crazy the day was, and kind of what we, what the podcast was going to be about, and you know, he one of the things he said was, and let me pull it up so I get it right. Um, uh, let's see, what did he say? He said the messy clap back on Instagram right now is just insane. And I said, oh, I hadn't seen it. You know, what did he say? And I just assumed it was going to be in reference to this ESPN report, you know, somewhat refuting it, saying that, you know, it wasn't true. And in fact, that's not what it was about. Um, <clears throat> it was a hit against Barcelona's sporting director, um, Eric Abidal, over comments that he made about the decision to sack Ernesto Valverde. So here's what Messi said, quote, I honestly do not like doing these things, but I think everyone has to be responsible for their tasks and take care of their decisions. The players are responsible for what happens on the pitch, and we're also the first to recognize when we're not doing well. Those responsible for the sports management must also assume their responsibilities and above all, take ownership of the decisions they make. Finally, I think that when talking about players, names should be given, because if not, then we are tarred with comments that are said and are not true. What a, I mean, I, <laughs> ah, ah, so this, you know, it's one of the things this came off the back was that many players aren't satisfied or are working a lot, and there was also an internal communication problem. That was something Abidal said. Um, the this is just so tough. Like I, like clearly I, I don't know if many people would disagree that like, this is just not a smart move. Um, this isn't great for Messi. Uh, I think like two wrongs don't make a right, right? Like you, you could say Abizal's comments should have been kept in house. And I, I would definitely agree with that. That's not something, you know, some of that stuff should have been said inside and not, um, not been discussed outside of the Barcelona, uh, sphere. And I can also say that your star player who is apparently playing hurt shouldn't be coming out on Instagram and criticizing your sporting director. Th one, it's just not a good look. And two, it just, I think it speaks to the chaos that's happening inside of Barcelona right now. Um, the, the mix of injuries from Dembele, Luis Suarez, Messi's apparently hurts, Vidal, like this is, it's just, it's not great. Um, and we're looking at a team that, you know, is going to have to continue lining up with Messi, Griezmann, and Ansu up top, and Messi's playing hurt. Ansu's a baby. The midfield is a little bit iffy. Vidal is back in training. Um, but this is just a very sensitive time for Barcelona, and we're coming into the most important part of their season. They have an El Clasico and two Champions League matches in the next 45 days. They're also in a race in La Liga and still in the Copa del Rey. So this is a very sensitive time for Barcelona. All of this hitting this week at once is just brutal, and they have a match tomorrow. So good luck to Barcelona. <laughs> um there's going to be a lot more on the site about this. We're, we're covering this very closely. Um, the, the, another interesting thing was Abidal feeling the need to say that they never made an offer to Xavi to become the Barcelona coach, which was just like, why, why tell us that? I guess, I don't know. Uh, it's like comforting 
I don't know. It's like trying to like tell your friend like, no, I was never going to propose to that girl and you're married and there was another girl. Uh, and I, I, I just, it, it's just a weird thing to come out and say, I guess like everyone knows they were very close to either informally offering, discussing whatever term you wish to use. Maybe there wasn't pen to paper in terms of an offer, but there were definitely discussions. So why he felt the need to come out, just a bad week all around for sporting director of Barcelona, star of Barcelona, team of Barcelona. And, you know, we're going to have to see how this plays itself out on the pitch. And hopefully we, uh, we see more on the pitch than we do outside of it. And people kind of stop, I don't know, stop burning the house down from Instagram, I guess. So hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Um, be sure to subscribe, Apple, Google, see where else spotify overcast all the all the great podcast places um and renato should be back soon and we're gonna keep it going so hope you all enjoyed it and i will talk to you all next time thanks